This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace. And today I am answering readers questions. And I have a great question. Uh, this is from Elizabeth. She says, Dear Annie, first of all, thank you for everything that you do. I think reading your book and participating in your experiment has literally saved my life. I don't know if this is a correct way to submit a question, but I wanted to try. I had been a serious binge drinker and signed off work several times after relapses. I first tried AA at the urging and insistence of my highly physically and emotionally abusive family. And I'm now away from them and sober and just the thought of alcohol disgusts me. That's amazing. My main problem is that my employers, friends and society in general seem to have swallowed the AA philosophy to the whole and think I'm an alcoholic who will never want to stop drinking every second of the day. And if I stop going to meetings daily, which I actually found really triggering, I will relapse immediately. Accepting the label of alcoholic and coming to believe the same thing myself previously seemed to lock me into this depressive spiral of self-hatred, take away any hope that things would get better and make me feel like a flawed and labeled individual. Do you have any advice on how to get away from the label of alcoholic with all of its connotations, both in my own head and in the view of those around me. I am so grateful for the work you do, the videos, the community, the podcast. You're doing such amazing work. Thank you again. Amazing. That's so cool, Elizabeth. Um, and what a great question. And if you're just joining and you are curious about the alcohol experiment, it is always free at alcoholexperiment.com. You can join us and uh, go through the same process that Elizabeth went through. That's just beautiful. So I think there's really three things to think about with this question. Uh, the first is you teach people how to treat you. The second is your energy always speaks louder than your words. And the third is really that you must do the internal work first. So I want to unpack each of those for you. So first of all, when it comes to society and other people's opinions and other people, what they think about us, uh, we are really all the time, even though we don't realize it, teaching other people how to treat us. And we're doing that by what we do and don't tolerate and how we do and don't respond. And so often, if you notice this, and I would highly encourage you to go out into another situation where something comes up and somebody says something and notice how you respond. You know, there's different people who actually want to say something to get an emotional reaction from you. And if you respond emotionally, they're gonna double down and say it more. There's other people who, you know, want to uh, feel in a superior position. Like there's so many people in the world that just, they're, they're, you know, bent on fixing other people. Ask me how I know. I was one of these people with my family, my friends, my husband for a very long time, just all about the fixing. Like I didn't even see a person. I just saw somebody as a project and that was super destructive to my relationships. But guess what? I kept doing that because it was fulfilling a need for me with the people that allowed it. 
And I didn't with the people that didn't allow it. And so if that word allow sounds scary, like, oh, then I'm just going to have to be mean. I want to really encourage you that that's not true at all. I think that teaching people how to treat you actually doesn't have anything to do with being mean or saying, hey, that wasn't so nice. Actually, it has nothing to do with trying to change them. It's all about just changing your response, which brings me to my second point, which is what your energy is, is much more important than your words. And often when we feel fear, like if they say, hey, well, I mean, you're just one drink away from a relapse and you are like, get mad or get defensive or all of these things, you've actually created a feedback loop in some way for whatever that is and said, yeah, like this is the conversation we're having, right? Whereas if somebody says, yeah, you're just one drink away from a relapse and you diffuse it maybe with humor or you ignore it. And by the way, you stay away from something like defensiveness. You're not, you're not, um, you're not pulling against their energy. You're not pulling against. And, and humans, we just like to get in there and tussle a little bit, right? And so we like to argue. And so if you say something like, yeah, maybe at one point, but not anymore, they're going to be like, huh, that's interesting. I remember hearing some, uh, some education for kids on if they were being bullied. And so if the bully would say something like, oh, well, you're just so short, the kid was trained to say, yeah, so? And it was so interesting to watch these interactions because the person who wasn't getting the reaction they wanted, was like, it, it really diffused them. Oh, well, you're, you're just so weird looking. No, oh, yeah, I am kind of weird looking. So, and, and that energy of just so like, oh, well, of course you're an alcoholic. You always have been like, yeah, maybe I was, but I feel great now. So I don't think I have a problem. I don't know, maybe, you know, just kind of that lightness, that sort of energy really diffuses these sorts of things. And so I think your energy is so important. Now, if you sort of pick up the trigger and you're all of a sudden on the other side of this tug of war and you start to get into it and defend yourself and explain, no, I'm not an alcoholic. And this is why it's not even used in the medical community anymore. Nobody's really an alcoholic. Actually, it's a destructive term. And all of this stuff Annie Grace taught me, all of a sudden you've engaged and put more energy into that interaction. Whereas if you're just like, oh, I don't know. I don't see myself that way, but if you do, that's all right. What are they going to do? Like, there's nothing else to do. And I will also tell you that people very much need to put other people in a box to help them not feel threatened and to help them feel like, oh, I understand the world. So when I stopped drinking and I would come into certain situations and they would be like, hey, I remember this happened even really recently. We were, my husband and I, I don't remember where we were, but we had gotten sat at a table with a couple we did not know at all. And it was interesting because all the drinks came around. I ordered iced tea like I normally do. And Brian ordered water with lemon. And the couple said, oh, you, are you guys not drinking? And we're like, no, we don't drink. And they're like, oh, really? Not even at all? Not like a little bit? Like you just don't drink? And we're like, no. And they kept asking for a reason. And the reason that they kept asking for a reason is because they want to be able to put you into a box so that they can understand their own experience. So if they can put me into a box of, oh, she had a problem, then I can say about my own experience, oh, well, I don't. If she can put me into a box like, oh, she's pregnant, then I can say, oh, well, I'm not. So it's okay for me. 
But because for most drinkers, although we don't want to admit it while we're drinking, there's a little trigger, there's a little whisper in our head saying, hey, this might not be the best possible thing. This might not be the thing that your highest self wants you to do. There's some sort of issue here. This little trigger is always running. This little conversation is always happening. This like little quiet voice is always just kind of trying to nudge us in the right direction. And it's painful when we keep drinking to have that cognitive dissonance, the internal fight between what we want to be doing, what part of us wants to be doing, which is probably drinking a bit less, and what the other part of us wants to be doing, which is probably drinking a bit more. And so when someone comes into our experience and we're like, wait, you just don't drink? We have a very hard time making sense of that in a way that quiets that little voice. In fact, that little voice that says, hey, well, they don't drink, like, why do you have to drink all the time? Like, obviously people who don't have problems or whatever, aren't alcoholics, don't drink all the time, then that voice can even get louder. So a lot of this is bringing the right energy that you want for your outcome, treating them, telling, showing them, not even telling them, but showing them how you want to be treated through that energy. And what your energy is saying is like, yeah, you can have whatever opinion of me you want. That's totally fine. Like you can think whatever you want of me. People think I'm an alcoholic. I've had other people, many people say, oh, nothing you say is relevant because you aren't really an alcoholic. <laughs> like, okay, people are gonna have all sorts of opinions about me. That's okay. That's fine with me. And if my energy is that, oh yeah, you can think like that's that's cool that you think that. That's not how I experience myself. That's that's not what I think about myself, but that's all right. Like I'm I'm cool with whatever you want to think. All of a sudden they're sort of, you know, it's been diffused because you haven't picked up the other side of the argument. You haven't kind of gone in with defensiveness. All of this, so the first two points, of course, where you teach people how to treat you and you do that, I believe, best through the energy you bring. And I think that energy should be lightness, playfulness, acceptance, no defensiveness, just like not really worried about it, just kind of zen, chill, non-anxious energy. It's amazing how quickly the conversations go away when you bring that kind of energy. So you do those two things, but you can't do those two things unless it's the third point on my list, which is you have to do the internal work first. It is very hard to bring energy of like, yeah, it's all good. What, whatever you wanna think about me is fine. That's not how I think about myself, but whatever you wanna think is okay. If you don't truly believe that inside yourself first. And so the steps I believe to, feeling that inside yourself first, or just, I mean, you can start with a simple journal exercise of just making a list of all of the things that you believe about yourself, all of the things that you think you are, or that you're afraid of, or that you're worried about. And when you work through all of those things, when you see it all on paper, and then when you go through a little bit of a process of questioning, is this really true? And by the way, does it serve me? Is this what I want in my life? Is this how I want to be thinking about myself? And then you start the practice of when you hear those thoughts that you don't wanna be thinking, proactively replace them with thoughts that you absolutely believe that you not just like toxic positivity, like, yes, I'm a success, this is great, but things that you absolutely believe that you do wanna be thinking and you start to practice those new thought patterns you will create an interior that guess what isn't triggered by the fact that everybody around you might still say oh well she's just an alcoholic and the truth is that if if that interior is there 
then you're not even going to be worried about it enough to like ask a question because it just is a non-issue for you. And when it becomes a non-issue for you, it is incredible because you bring the energy that it's a non-issue. You bring the energy of like, yeah, you can think whatever I want, but this is what I think about myself. I just think I don't drink anymore and I'm happy about it, certainly. Uh, then they have been taught how to treat you and that they're not gonna get the rise or reaction out of you. And you're not gonna just go in the box that they've created for you just for the sake of making them more comfortable. So I hope that all makes sense. Just to recap, you teach people how to treat you. I believe that the best way to teach other people how to treat you is through your energy and not your words. And I believe the best energy is light and accepting, non-defensive, not anxious, and realizing that, hey, whatever anybody thinks about you, you don't have to think about yourself. And in order to do that effectively, you really do need to do the internal work of practicing the thoughts that you believe that you can think about yourself that help to get you to that really better free place. So I hope that helps. This is a beautiful question. I'm super proud of you, that you are like doing this, that you're, you're living your best life. And um, I think it's a wonderful question. So thank you so much. And again, if anybody wants to join the alcohol experiment, it is always free at alcoholexperiment.com. We would love to see you inside. It's 30 days. It is incredible, life-changing. And um, thank you again. Did you miss this Naked Mind Live? Do you maybe have a little bit of FOMO? But don't worry, I've got you covered. In fact, I had the entire event professionally recorded and it's available digitally. Transformation in your living room. Yep, that is what it's all about. You can grab your digital ticket at thisnakedmind.com forward slash digital ticket. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.